Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today we got... Kyle McIntyre. And on the line, and it's uh, been a long time coming, but uh, we got uh, Johnny Water from Daredevil Pedals. Say what's up, Johnny. Hiya. <laughs> Calling Brian, in uh, from uh, Chicago. I am in Chicago. It is 8.30 p.m. and we're gonna... <laughs> what, What's the temperature there, sir? Uh, I don't know, 30 something. Okay. Dude, It. I swear to God, last week it was... 13 degrees outside oh my god so yeah how do you guys do it with that weather it uh (laughs) definitely (laughs) people are gearing up for halloween and everything and you know i got a kid all that ready for halloween and on halloween it dropped to like 20 degrees and we got like fucking six inches of snow (laughs) (laughs) you're like all right man i guess i'm keeping all this candy (laughs) yeah if you're the Yeah, so uh, you know, of course, I went out and walked around in that shit for like two and a half hours, oh, you know. <laughs> and then it just sucked for like two weeks, man. So, uh, yeah, you never know. So now you're in but your alarm spell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter though, because I've been I've been really busy, so it makes it easier to like sit in your in your shop and just solder shit for ten hours a day, right? Yeah, you huff uh, solder fumes all day. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no temptation of like you know I could go to the beach, you know. <laughs> It's like, nope. <laughs> I, I could take a plane, go to, you know, California. <laughs> right. It's like, no, it's it's just work time now, which is fine, you know. There uh, you go. Nice. Worked out, get my head in the in the game for Nam and all that all that crazy shit. Yeah, it's coming so, up. <laughs> yeah. The necessary evil of doing you know, it's like uh you can get away with not dealing with people for most of the year and then you make up for it all in four days of just <laughs> <laughs> never never wanting to deal with society again, you know. And then you go back time. to recluse recluse. <laughs> yeah, you spend the rest of the winter and just hold up in your basement like fuck that. Don't you know, it's like uh Pee-wee's big adventure, like don't leave the house today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's I'm not gonna go anywhere. Nice. But, but um yeah, well, we're going to get a little bit into like, you know, kind of a little bit of your backstory and then we're going to tackle some topics. But before we do that, uh, let's get into what's new with everybody. Uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off. We'll, we'll switch it up a little <laughs> bit because Kyle's story is going to lead into like maybe a topic later on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I got a new pedal and then I um, got a fox catcher from Copper Sound Pedals. All right. So our buddy Alex over there. Talk to him. It's been a pedal that I've been, I tried it before and I've been really like, eyeing it i'm like ah, man i should just fucking get it i really like his gravity bomb boost which i own and i was like you know what it's uh his take on the blues breaker circuit which is yeah, anytime quickly, someone says blues breaker your ears perk up well, it's, it's quickly become a, a a drive pedal that i really dig um it stacks really well with other distortions and stuff like that and his is pretty cool. It has like a tone knob and then like a presence knob or whatever he calls the nature knob. And so you can, you know, how blues breakers, in my opinion, can get like really bitey and like piercy. Mm-hmm. You can be like, like <laughs> pretty quick. His, you can dial that in or out. It's uh, cool. It's got an order toggle switch for the uh, gravity bomb boost. Oh, nice. To put it before or after the drive. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, pretty pretty stoked on it. It's been one I, I've been like, like I said, Tried it at Nam. Uh, Co had uh, it in for a little while, so I was trying it on his rig, and I I did dig it. And I was like, you know, I should just get it. So, but like, you know, trying your own guitar with your own rig and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, it's definitely pretty pretty fucking cool. So, uh, yeah, pretty stoked on that. Uh, and then I did get another pedal in from Pedal Genie, which I'll have to actually get into. It's uh, Dwarfcraft, mm-hmm. um, Arf, 
attack release uh, <laughs> okay. filter. And it's like, I, I was like, I think I saw it because I'm like, oh, this is a pretty cool pedal. And I saw it like, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should check out. I, I saw it, got the email saying that it was coming. I'm like, I should look at demos of this thing. The only demos I see are of synth pedals or synth oh. and like those micro cord things <laughs> yeah, running through a, it. And I'm a like, filter. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> So I'm glad to see what it sounds like on guitar. I think I'm like with pedal genie, like I said, I'm like I'm really just trying to go for like weird stuff, weird pedals or whatever the yeah. ones that I've never tried before, and then I can get it in and try it. I'm like, yep, let's put that back in the box, and set it back. No, <laughs> let, let me try it out. I got yeah. some synths, just some synths and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, not not a whole lot. What what's news? Uh, I guess. We, we had a gig, which we'll go into on uh, <laughs> your what's new, Kyle. But yeah, no, I got a new pedal in, and I'm I'm pretty stoked on it. Pretty happy to have another copper sound pedal. But uh, Johnny, uh, you know you've we haven't seen you since Nam. But uh, you know what's uh, new in your world? What's uh, shaking? What's good? <laughs> uh, you know, I just got a couple new pedals. I I usually don't buy anything because i'm just you know i can kind of make stuff and yeah yeah i'm kind of like a, i'm kind of a minimalist when it comes to playing guitar and my band and all that you know just mm-hmm. like old school stuff so usually i can build whatever the hell i need um but once in a while i do get a hair up my ass and i'm like all right i haven't bought any pedals in like you know six months or whatever so i got i had brad from creepy fingers build me nice. um his uh harikari fuzz which is you know super super fuzz yeah which is basically a clone of Scott's orange super fuzz, which I think is a 72. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, his stuff is like fucking artwork, man. It's, and it, it sounds so incredible. And I'm just like really beyond stoked. Cause you know, it's things you wanted, but you're like, well, I don't need to spend, you know, like two or 300 bucks today, but you know, once you get it, you're like, all right, you know, you know you're never going to get rid of that pedal, and it sounds amazing, and we're getting ready to go make a new record, so it's like, all right, well, I can validate it because this is, you know, I got to record a record, so it's, it's for the I band. Need. I need the tones, yeah, right. And I, you know, it's I got um, I got a bubble font that was really clean, and I got a killer deal on because the guy said it was broken, oh. and of course I got it, and it was fucking fine, uh, <laughs> so that was awesome. And I got a couple other things. I got a couple of Josh's uh, new pedals, which were cool. That that cheese ball. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. I had um. There's a guy that that I know and, and my my partner knows who has a couple of original ones. He's got like a meatball and um, I forget what the other one was, but you know those big ass like ones from the '90s that are worth you know whatever nine hundred bucks or yeah. <laughs> you know, it's expensive, but he, he needed them like kind of fixed up and clean and shit. So I fixed them and I was like, man, these things are incredible. And then I saw he, he you know, cloned that and, and made it and it's fucking, it's cool, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a, dis- ah, shit. It's like a distortion fuzz kind of thing. Right. I remember yeah, watching the video it, on it and I already forgot. <laughs> yeah. There's like four, there's like four settings and one of them's re- got like the super fuzz scoop and one of them's just real gated and it's like a million things you can do to dial it in but they're all like pretty gnarly which you usually don't get in a lot of you know like bigger kind of you know especially like stuff like that with josh or you know certain brands just aren't known for having like crazy over the top shit Mm -hmm. you know so that was that was pretty cool and then i got um i just got the the ramps head electro harmonics just because i want to hear you know i just want to hear what it is yeah yeah and how (laughs) how they did i know you know i know their engineer over there and he's cool so I was like, oh, right, well, let's check it out. You know, for fucking 
80 bucks or whatever they sell those for. Yeah. Um, so I got the the triangle and the ramps head just because they're affordable and they're cool and they sound fucking great, dude. Yeah, you're you definitely know? uh like I mean we'll talk more about your band, but you're definitely a fuzz guy. Yeah, it's like if you're uh like a black and white photographer or something, you know, it's like you start really kind of getting minute details and mm-hmm. things that most people might not even hear. You're kind of splitting hairs, but there's kind of a it's a good analogy. Uh, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Um, I try to just keep things simple just for my own sanity, you know? Yeah. Um, I've never had more than maybe five pedals on my board ever for, you know, the last 20 years, but, uh, I always have like two fuzzes Yeah. and you know, maybe one like modulating pedal of, I kind of go back and forth between a, a good phase and a good flange. Yeah. Um, and that's it. I got a boost. I got a drive. Uh, and a f- tuner, man. And then I put the atomic cock back on my board last week, just because mm-hmm. I felt like I should, I should use that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the high pass thing really helps solos. So I'm gonna use that for solos. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And just kind of notch it, and it makes it all jump out really good. And it's got a, you know, it's got a JFAT boost built into it. So. Yeah, no, that that, um, that one's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, but that's it, you know. And I I have a a thing for I I don't really collect pedals. I don't have a lot of pedals, you know. Like Josh Scott has like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pedals that he collects. Yeah. Um, which you have to have a lot of money for too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my my one weak spot is like electro harmonics, old you know old pedals. Um, you know shit that comes in wooden crates and yeah, um, yeah. Big so that's, that's the one thing I, I I do collect like old mops and. You know, I got a, you know, any of the old analog shit's just really cool to me. You know, it's big. I got an electric mistress here that sounds incredible. Dang. Not that you can put it on a board because the thing is, it like, is a board. half the size yeah. of my board. Uh, <laughs> it's like a boogie board. <laughs> yeah. But man, they're cool. You know, I don't know what it is. There's just certain things. People... Yeah. Definitely a cool factor with some of those older ones. Right. Um, and he's a cool guy. I actually went out there and, um, you know, every time I saw Mike and Nam, I'd be like, man, all these people are building your fucking big muffs and making your money. Why don't you reissue these things, but do it like the original shit, like do the big box, do the folding enclosures, all that shit, like do it right. Mm. And he would always be like, nah, nah, fuck, fuck that. I want to make new shit, blah, blah. And he'd always <laughs> shit on it for like two years. He would just shit on my, my suggestions. Mm-hmm. And then I, I saw him at Summer Nam, and then there was a, the fucking green Russian muff. And I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So I, you know, I talked to him and royalties, I got, royalties. <laughs> right. Well, he got, he got pissed. He got pissed because the, the, uh, way huge made the green swollen pickle thing. Oh, and yeah, that yeah. ruffled his feathers. So he's like, Oh, well, fuck those guys. I'm going to, you know, so, and Take then he the went out of my mouth. Of <laughs> That's yeah, my cheese. Yeah. My cheddar. Right. Uh, so that was that. And then I, I said, well, you know, I built, all of these, I've been building these pedals all the time just for whoever. And I made a lot of, you know, really good clones for people. And I'm like, if you ever want, you know, I'd love to work on a, a schematic or something. And he's like, there's this thing. I had this, this triangle muff in 1970. And he told me this whole crazy ass story, how it got stolen. Uh, he's like, if you can, if you can make a triangle that sounded like this, you know, mythical pedal it's gone yeah uh i'll i'll fucking buy it off you and that's what we use i was like no shit so i of course i went home and you know i worked on this off and on but i didn't really take it seriously and then finally 
I said, you know what, man? Fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to put one together that I think sounds incredible. Um, and then I, I mailed it to him and I'm like, Hey man, I finally got my ass around to doing this. And then he, he said, well, come out to New York and all that. And he's like, all right, great. Done deal. And that was it. And I was like, holy shit that I just, you know, make this fucking circuit for this pedal he's going to put out. And then, uh, it, it didn't get used. So <laughs> ah. <laughs> I was like, Oh really? What? I'm like, how the f- what that's fucked up. Cause I got paid, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, and yeah, at least you got, you they, got paid uh, for it, but I got paid, but they, they used, um, they, they used, you know, there's like a million version of, of these yeah. muffs, right? So they, they decided or somebody decided to go with a different version, which was probably like someone's grandson or something, apps, you know, some yeah. minute <laughs> thing, but, uh, it was fucking cool to go out there and see. Yeah, it's a cool story for play, sure. Yeah, and see their see their massive, like factory warehouse. You know, all there's you know, it's like here's a pallet of MIG amps from 1983. <laughs> yeah. You know, like wait, a fucking pallet? Like what? There's like a ten foot tall tower of vintage MIGs Jesus just like shrink wrapped. <laughs> you know, like eighty of them. Like what the fuck is that? They're like, oh, we just never unwrapped it. I, you know. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> Hold mind, on. mind if right. I take one of those as a party favor? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like do these work? Like I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's stuff for like you know gear nuts. Uh, where you, you know they just walk in and be like, all right, can I spend like a week here just looking in boxes of shit that you don't even know what's in these things? You know? Yeah, just like rummaging. <laughs> right. Hey, here's here's like forty brand new uh, triangle muffs from 1969. Wow. You know, you never know, man. It was cool. So. It was my it was my 20, 24 hours in New York, so yeah, that's cool. That that's cool. Uh, um, sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> I was gonna uh, push it to Kyle. Uh, his what's new is kind of a combined one, but then it goes into a little bit of his story. Kyle, what was new in well, your world? Well, we uh, we played a show the other day. Yeah, yeah. all right. Let's uh, start there. Yeah. Um, brought some stuff. Basically, like experimented with some new pedals on a board, and the we brought the. Um, 412 that uh, orange combo amp with the yeah. uh, extension cab, and it, it was it was a cool show. It was uh, yeah. you know uh, we closed. We didn't headline. It's yeah. fucking closing <laughs> when you play some some places. Yeah, and so <laughs> you guys are headlining. No, we're fucking closing, yeah, dog. <laughs> so we closed the show. We're playing last, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. what that means. And I was like, ah, whatever. That's fine. And then uh. We got paid. We we sold merch, so we got money. Yeah, was, got tons of free beer, free food. <laughs> There's friends out. It was cool. It was, it was, people stuck around for our set. But here's the clinker. So <laughs> we uh we start we we start we set up. We we, we get we're getting ready to go. Brian starts the song off. Very first song is a song that I sing. Right. Mm-hmm. Go to hit the first note. Nothing. Bass cuts. Just out. like bass gone. <laughs> so. <laughs> like we kind of tested the bass out cool yeah sounds good I tu- yeah got through tuning it made it through tuning it should make it through the show right something nope. happened <laughs> it was like <sighs> fuck so, so it was like we, so yeah we we got through and we're like you know the last band so we're trying to like hurry the fuck up it's like dude like yeah well, you, when you're the last band or you know you have always the potential to play in front of nobody no <laughs> <laughs> even your own friends are like shit well it's kind of late so and so, uh, yeah, and so we're like, okay, let's hurry the fuck up and get this going. Yeah, I mean, the band before us is just like lagging, getting their shit off the stage. I'm like, yo, bro. One that gotta- played way too long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys don't need to play for like 45 fucking minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
anyway, so we're like, okay, keep on going, going, going. And then um, they just wouldn't take their stuff off the stage. I'm like, no. So we ended up having to just move it. And like, oh, bro, I can move my amp. I'm like, yeah, Good, you, you, could, you could move your amp <laughs> if you fucking would get it out of the way. And so we're like, okay, we rush and we get it going. Got my guitar sounding good. Vocals are checked. That's fine. And then Kyle's bass was, you know, made Ooh, sound, yeah. sounded fine, turned all the pedals on. And then we start the song and it just- Just nothing. Cuts out. So- <laughs> So I, uh, I remained singing- like, so it was like, I sing that song like all the way through, like no breaks. So I just like grabbed the mic, kept uh, walking around like, um, like Tina Turner up there trying to figure <laughs> out. <laughs> Slung the bass around your back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to like figure out. I'm like, oh, well, God, got to just pull this cable out. Got to figure out your, I think you were trying to figure out if there was any loose connections first. Yeah. I just, I looked at it real quick, kicked it. I like hit it with my foot touched the in and outs of yeah. the like the main cables um i and i didn't look i didn't see if there's anything poking out of the pedals like if they weren't seated all yeah. the way in and then i so was like at ah. that point when you're singing there's no fucking time and we don't want to like stop the song because yeah. you're like that's so fucking bush league yeah We're like keep on going so Kyle, like he's like he's crawling on his hands and knees pulls the cable <laughs> out singing while he's going <laughs> and <laughs> yeah put it right in and <laughs> plug directly into the bass amp and you're like okay so i guess i'm is, a straight into the amp kind of guy yep today we're doing more just keeping it rock and roll punk rock and yeah yeah it was uh i think it was like one of the first shows that we're like oh let's play with a bigger board yeah for, added, like for, two more pedals for bass i'm like it has been pretty simplified for a long time and it has worked. Yeah. And so like one of the first shows where we add more pedals, like, it doesn't fucking work. So we're like, maybe we should go back. Back to square one. Because <laughs> it was like <laughs> adding a delay and a trim and stuff like that onto the bass rig, and stuff, which isn't like too fucking crazy, but we're like, all right, I guess this didn't work. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, what, I mean, we, I think we did all right after that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was like a thing where it's like, ah, oh, okay. Well, you could tell you were like flustered. You were like, yeah. you could be like, what the? Yeah, I'm like, fuck, he's going out into the mic. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but people are like, yeah. I mean, at that point, there's nothing you could do. I'm like, Kyle kept singing. He pulled the cable out, crawl like crawled down, <laughs> grabbed it, pulled it, walked it over to his amp, plugged in, then got going, and then he just kicked the pedal board out of the way. And you know, I I was singing my fucking heart out. So yeah, but it was cool. <laughs> so it was uh, gotta you know gotta gotta make the show happen we gotta keep on going and maybe like we gotta practice a little bit more on that uh pedal board <laughs> yeah and we need to practice troubleshooting on stage while we're playing yeah so figuring out need- what, what to do <laughs> i've had my, my my share of fuck-ups and stuff like that but yeah uh, so look we have a new contender yeah so that's uh yeah that was that was the show it was it was cool but it was like kind of like damn this didn't need to happen it didn't need to happen <laughs> You know, you kind of like realize this could have been avoided. It, yeah, something <laughs> happened with that. We still don't know what the yeah, deal was. With I, I was so pissed. I'm like, I still haven't even looked at it. I was like, it's fucking pedal board. <laughs> yeah, I'll live my life without that bitch. <laughs> I just gonna go with the clip on tuner from yeah. now on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's kind of what's, uh, the what's so new. It's an embarrassing what's new. It's embarrassing. <laughs> All right, uh, you know, so we got Johnny from. Uh, daredevil pedals here and his band uh, the evictions that is correct kind of wanted to go a little bit into like what you like your your background and stuff like that a little bit of the band and daredevils and er, pe- pedals and stuff like that so um i don't know daredevil pedals you have like a certain style with your your pedals and your brand and stuff like that. it's like it's fuzz dirty rock and roll kind of stuff is what i'm seeing even, even- yeah i i, I kind of fell backwards into it 
sort of um, just doing it, you know, trying to create things for my own band, you know. So it's always been kind of a natural, pretty organic thing because it was just uh, this is what I need. This is what I play. So I'm going to fill that void with, you know, whatever. It wasn't like I was trying to tap into an audience or what was cool or any of that shit. Right. Mm -hmm. I was even saying like the delay that you have is like kind of like it has a you know, a dial or, you know, like a blend with the dirt that you can add on to it and kind of make it a boost as well. Right. There's, yeah, there's a gain section mm -hmm. in the delay loop, uh, which as far as I know, I don't, you know, think anybody really intends for a delay to sound shitty and dirty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, people, people like echoplexes because they get that natural like preamp gain in it. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to do something like I'm, what I'm going to go compete with like a, fucking Strymon delay or you know like all these really kick-ass <laughs> delays that are out there in the box. yeah like i'm yeah like, like I, i'm not i i know better and i don't really give a shit to play that game anyways and that's not anything that i would want mm -hmm. you know i'm not really a big delay guy to begin with uh yeah. but i do like i do like things that are unique and vintage and gnarly and um i just got the idea and i was like well that would be at least a cool twist on it if i'm gonna do it People ask me, hey, you're going to make a flanger, you can make a course pedal. And I always usually just say no, because I don't really use that shit. And if I did make one, there's way better ones out there already. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't just do things to do it. I'm not going to make a tube screamer clone. You Why know? not? Everyone else is doing it. <laughs> it's the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> right. I don't I don't use tube screamer circuits you know and i yeah there's 485 of them out there <laughs> at least so why add to the clutter right yeah yeah and um yeah i mean definitely like a lot of your pedals are um kind of I, yeah i mean they totally have that like vintage like inspiration um uh, some of the ones that i mean we saw at nam that really stuck out for me was the well, definitely the delay and then the bifet drive is it the uh, drive? Yeah. Drive by? Was it the, the drive, yeah, drive by? by. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Which, you know, just is, uh, I wanted to do like a classic op amp kind of drive pedal. Nice. Um, and I wanted, I, I kind of turned that into like a bass circuit for a bit too. And, you know, it was kind of a good platform to do other cool shit with it. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, ultimately, I had this this pedal, you know, I had a pedal called the Red Light District, which was basically to get that Black Sabbath scoop kind of gain thing going on, mm -hmm. which was awesome. You know, we got it done. We figured it out. And I loved it. And it just it didn't catch on a lot. I don't know if maybe there's not as many Black Sabbath fans as I would, had hoped, but... <laughs> Uh, you know, it's like, you never know what's going to take off. And that kind of takes us to the whole, you know, mythos of fucking pedal land. Yeah. Craziness. And then, you um, know? yeah, I mean, uh, definitely listening to your band to, uh, the evictions. I've been, uh, checking out that record that, um, it, it's definitely like a fuzz rock, you know, like high energy fuzz rock kind of band for sure. And, um, I could totally see how your brand of like pedals and what you do is really influenced by that because you're like, I need this for this song. I'm just going to fucking build it. <laughs> like I'm going to do this. And I'm like, um, yeah, no, it, it, like I had mentioned before and I was kind of like saying about fuzz, like I don't really play a lot of fuzz. I play, we play in a punk or pop punk band. So a lot of it is more of like a 
a dry or like distortion kind of sound, so less like sure, buzz. Sure. So it's more like, you know, it's like it really right. locking in with everything. And then like for fuzz, I'm like, I try and do like my normal like, you know, uh, <laughs> pop punk riffs and, and like you know uh, stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't. This doesn't. This doesn't work for me. And I'm like, I'm just maybe I need to play to the pedal and stuff like that. And I'm like, well. All right, let me put this back in the box and I put it back on the shelf. <laughs> and then I'm like listening to your band. I'm like not even like bullshit like I'm blowing smoke. I was like, "Fuck. All right, I get that's like that's a, a way that I can use fuzz cuz you know, I you see the demos of fuzz and people are just wailing away and just like noodling on I'm like I don't I'm not that kind of player. I can't you can't just go and like you know, the single note leads and stuff like that and just like right. bending the shit out of my pentatonics. I'm like, "Okay, I'm not going to do that." <laughs> and then I listen to your band. It's definitely like it's you're you're riffs and hooks for days and your, your bass and guitar are really locking in and i can hear that the bass definitely helps bolster the riffs like um and like it sounds like a unit so it's kind of cool how like i mean you know your um use of fuzz in your band how you you have a love for it i'm like oh i get that now i get the way that you could use a riff and i'm like uh one that really um i guess all she wrote is like one riff that i'm like Oh, it starts off like kind of like fuzzy, almost sputtery. And then the whole band kicks in with bass coming in. I'm like, oh shit, that sounds fucking fat. <laughs> and like the it, whole. It's, yeah, I, I thank you, dude. Um, I appreciate it. It's kind of like you get into this, this wormhole to where I'm almost dialing in, you know, my amp around the pedal kind of thing. And you start, you start tailoring your rig and your pickups and everything to work with the pedals that you want it, you know, mm-hmm. like when you start figuring out w- how that all ties together, it's, yeah. it changed, it changed the kind of guitar guitars that I play. It changed the kind of pickups that I play. It changed the way that I dial in my amp, you know, and it just kind of all kind of un- unraveled itself into this whole thing where, Oh, I can use uh, a telly, you know, and it's going to sound bigger than if I used humbuckers. That's fucking weird. And I yeah, need to understand like, <laughs> like it goes how, against like what? conventional thinking. Right. And it, it, it was like that whole kind of thing that just spurred more interest in it. Cause it's like, wow, now I can really start digging in and learning even more crazy shit about. So what, um, fuzz circuits and, yeah. and all that. So what, what's kind of the rig yeah. that you're using like for your band? Um, I'm assuming there's a lot of daredevil pedals in that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, the only things I, I have, um, the prototype for the Supernova Fuzz, mm-hmm. I have uh, a drive-by, I have a FET Boost, I think right now I'm using a clone of the, the 1980 DoD FET Boost, the orange one. Oh, nice. Um, I got an original and it sounds phenomenal, and... For whatever reason, it, it, it's super loud, but it, it just has like a really cool dirt to it. So I, I built one of those because the originals don't have a switch on them. So oh, I it's got always one of on. Yeah. So I've kind of run the gamut on on boosts and JFET boosts. You know, I used the Super Hard on for a while. I used the Silver Solo kind of Range Master thing for a while. You know, there's there's a million different ways to kind of dial that. So and then the only non uh, the only pedals that I haven't built right now, I have uh, the MXR analog flanger like the reissue of the old one. Oh, nice yeah, um, yes. like the old school one and then i was kind of swapping that between the whirlwind phase 90 which is supposedly the original yeah phase 90, dog. Which is, <laughs> that one's it's it's true bypass and that's my favorite um yeah like, that's one, that, one I, have, that I, I have one of those and it's one of my favorites you know as far as pedals that i can take out and use and beat on um 
and be true bypass and all that shit. So as as far as I know, if you break them, they're pretty easy to fix. I broke mine and Kyle was able to fix it. So I think we were at band well, practice. I'm, and I'm a just, genius, Jesus Christ! I, like I was at a band practice, I stepped on it and just like burr, burr, and like, uh oh, <laughs> and I just gave it to Kyle and he's like, all right, cool, I can pull this apart and kind of find the problem. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so not not a whole, you know, kind of keeping it pretty uh slim down with that. That's cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, are you using some of the same fuzzes in studio, or are you kind of just like with that? Or actually, what, um, amp, what amp are you using? Are you using more of a so, Marshall or? No, I used to be. Um, I used to be a. You know, I got a, a '70s JMP that I used for, for my other band, nice. and that that was. You know, it's like all right, rock amp 101, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and that was great and everything, and then. Uh, I found an old trainer for like 300 bucks. Right. Nice. And oh, it yeah. sounded really, it sounded really good. And then it, right around that time I read something about Joe Perry and you know, he's always got different backline piles of amps and shit. Yeah, he's got every like 15 tour. of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. And he, he said, you know, he's, he tours with like 200 pedals. He tours with like, you know, 50 guitars, all these amps. He's got a whole truck full of gear that he just is continuously swapping out. But the, Basically, the question was like, you know, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish with all this different gear and shit? And he's like, I let the amps be just loud and clean, and then I let my pedals do everything else. Oh, you know? okay. And I was like, all right, well, that's that's kind of a different thing because I always just tried to get like my good rhythm tone from the head, uh-huh. and then you know, I'd nail a pedal for a solo or for just a boost or something. You mm-hmm. know, I never thought of it as play the head clean and then just keep all your normal tones from your board. Um, like a lot of guys now will just keep a clon on all the time kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Um, but once I started experimenting with that, uh, that was like, okay, now I'm kind of getting into something new, even though I thought I had all this shit figured out. Right. Um, and then, you know, that band whores, I mean, they're a heavier, they're a heavy band. Um, sounds familiar. Um, but. From Georgia, there are three pieces. It's just heavy, fucking, you know, Melvin Z kind of yeah. shit. And he plays a fucking Esquire, right? Like a Telly. Yeah. And he's got two Marshall Super leads, two half stacks, and it it's just the biggest, heaviest fucking goddamn guitar sound, you know. Uh, and I'm like, how does he do that with a goddamn Telly, you know? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess he's like letting the. Because you can add, like, I guess, heavier fuzzes and heavier, like, more bassier kind of stuff. And right. have well, that and jangly or that treble kind of cut with a telly bridge. Oh yeah, my God. so that was, you're right, that was part of it. It's like the, the pickup doesn't get as mushed out. You can really nail it with a shitload of fuzz, and it still holds its own and cuts through. And he was doing, like, the pumpkins thing, going into the low input on the head. Yeah. So you're basically cutting out half of a gain stage. And then it's all just, you, you know, it's quieter, but then you just juice the shit out of the master volume, you know, the, the yeah. volume itself. And so you get all this headroom so that when you do hit a pedal, it just fucking explodes. Um, yeah. And it's kind of cool because you have a lot more like control of what your sound is on the floor as opposed to like an amp can only get, I guess, like if you hit it with like a, just like a, a drive or a boost or something, it's just going to get more saturated. Or I guess right. you can hit it with like a volume cut to kind of clean it up. Um, right, which is it, it, you can if, only compress it so much yeah. with gain, and you can only clip the shit out of it so much until you're just, you know, 
it's like you end up with that volume war. It's like I need the even louder boost pedal for yeah. my <laughs> dual rectifier head. Well, it's you, like, dude, it doesn't. You, it's, you're not gonna get any, any louder. It's Unless not getting any louder because your your tubes and everything are so compressed as it is with gain. It doesn't matter what you stick in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the beauty of like the range master type stuff where you get into high pass things where you start cutting out low frequencies and all of a sudden it sounds like it's louder because you actually hear what the fuck's going on better. Yeah, you're you kind of like able to like fit into a spot that's not being occupied a little bit. Right. And that's kind of the key to like any two guitar band, you know, instead of just fighting each other uh just get craftier with how you how you kind of sculpture leads and things like that you know um so i don't uh yeah so basically i use like trainer bass masters and i try and keep it clean and i always have a fuzz running or a gain you know i never play it just the head yeah so and huh. they don't break and those things are fucking indestructible yeah and they're for cheap like 300 bucks that's not a bad deal yeah. yeah, and they're light and they're cool. And so that's been that. And then I got, I was doing a telly for a while, but that wasn't quite fat enough. And then I got into Filtertrons and that, that was like, all right, that's it. Got it. Yeah, and no, that fil- was... Filtertrons for sure. Because they're a lot like lower output, but they still have more, a lot more articulation than some of the humbuckers that normally. It uh, Yeah, it tightens up the low end because of the way that the, the bobbins are. Mm-hmm. They're, they're you know, narrower or something. Um so that was that was it. I found like my my weird uh, tonal recipe thing. So you know, not that it ever ends, but basically, yeah. When I go to record, then I'll just bring a fucking giant case full of pedals and fuzzes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I I the last the full length record that we did, I used the same head and cab. I don't even think we moved mics the entire record, but I brought you know six guitars and probably twenty fuzz pedals. And oh, and there, like that. there you go. You keep you keep it simple in one regard, but you're like, oh, we're 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 running all these fuzzes. We're we're trying them all out and figuring out what, what yeah. works. Yeah. And it's incredible what what you can get out of just changing a guitar, you know, uh and, and changing a fuzz. And then I use a certain guitar for leads and just that whole thing. And it's it worked awesome. That's the first time I've done that. No, that's and cool. Yeah. It was it was really fun and cool, and we were able to like fly through it, you know. Um, I don't know if other people can hear that shit on the record or not, but you know, and entertaining my own neurotic, uh, you know, tone brain, it was, it was pretty fulfilling. So, but yeah, no, uh, um, you know, that, that's cool. I mean, yeah. If you, got, you use if, a lot of stuff or one of you uses, I use like, a lot of stuff and Kyle's trying to use a lot of stuff, but, right. um, not anymore. I kind of, we'll get <laughs> uh, segue into a topic, but before we do that, I want to say, if you guys do want to hear more about daredevil and kind of his backstory, Check out, uh, you know, the Guitar Knobs podcast. You were a guest on there uh, sometime last year. So you just search Guitar Knobs and go listen to that episode. But, um, yeah, I want to get... And uh, Couch Riffs. That was a great uh, episode you were on recently, too. So that Couch Riffs, Couch Riffs podcast. That was a mouthful. Uh, yeah, check check that out. Uh, Dar- you know, Johnny was on uh, those episodes. But uh, I want to get in some, into some topics, which goes into kind of you're talking about your rig and how you like to approach it. You're more simplified. And there's a lot of advantages to that. And the rig that I use is a lot more complicated. <laughs> um, yeah. I am a little envious of like players that can kind of keep like their rigs simplified. Like we played with like um, punk bands and like, you know, like harder rock bands this past weekend. And uh, the opening band he played like he had an SG, a Marshall, like DSL 50 half stack 
and a tuner. That's all he had. That was his whole rig. I'm like, damn. Beautiful. Yeah. That's cool. Bass player had a uh, jazz bass, a tuner, and an Ampeg 410. <laughs> and I'm like, but I, all right. They, they didn't have any problems. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, yeah, and I was like, fuck, that was cool. And then, yeah, so my, my rig is a lot more complicated, Johnny. I'm using uh, a fractal. Uh, effects oh processor <laughs> oh in conjunction right. with actual analog pedals. So I have uh, a wah pedal, I have a volume pedal, I have uh, a, a boost, pe- uh, you know, boost pedal, uh, a copper sound uh, gravity bomb, and then I have like a analog delay, and that's all going into the fractal. And then I am running four cable method, so I'm using my send and return of my amp which is a uh, orange rocker rib 50. So I'm like, at least like, I mean, I have like certain banks pre like presets made for songs where I'm having like, like kind of almost like uh, these syncopated delays. Sometimes I'm having trems, I'm having Ooh. like flanges and stuff like that. And these songs and da, da, da. Um, it take, it took me a long time to dial that in <laughs> to figure well, out what doesn't that interfere with you. Uh, you know, say you're having a really great show and you just want to go bananas the whole time and run around and just rock out really hard and not worry about tap tempoing your delay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, it's like fuck it. I'm just gonna roll around and go crazy and uh. And you know, you it's, know. it it the thing is, um, I do, I I can do that because I can just hit bypass and I bypass the fractal and I'm just using my amp. So if anything mm-hmm. happens and goes wrong, I'm like, I have like my. I love my amp. It's like a great, you know, it, the clean on it sucks dick, but the drive section is like, it's, that's kind of my go-to. I'm either like subtract, you know, subtracting volume to get clean on it. I don't, and or I'm like putting like, you know, some sort of drive boost in front of it. And then like, just to like kind of kick it into like a lead. And then I'm putting like, um, I'm adding DBs into the um, power amp section to make it louder. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, are you... <laughs> Johnny, I could, oh, I could, it's all audio, I'm but I could, I, I, could, I could see a roll in your eyes. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's cool. But the thing is, like, it, I can always just, like, if I forget to do something, it's fine. Like, as I have, like, a certain, like, like, you know, button that I push to where I'm like, I'll do my solo section where I have, like, a little bit of phase, a little bit of delay, and I go to town. But if I don't hit that, I'm like, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> where, where do you put your volume pedal in your chain? It's almost like at the, it's at the very beginning, so it's almost it acts like my um, uh, almost like my volume knob, because right because you have a volume knob, right? Yeah, I very rarely use it. I have an off, on and off switch on my guitar, so if I need to like you know turn it off real quick, I just turn it off. So my guitar, I, do that. I do that with my pickup selector. Yeah, my my guitar is so my pedal board's very simple. My guitar, or sorry, my pedal board's very extreme, back opposite. My guitar is very simple. I have one pickup, a volume knob, which I guess I don't really need because I have the on and off switch. I never roll off my volume. I have one pickup, and I have an Evertune, so I guess that is complicated. But I never tune my guitar, so I can like throw that thing around, like you know, bounce, it off, bounce it off the, you know, pulled it by the strings. It doesn't go out of tune, so I can rock out like go bananas on that thing. And it's mainly just there to like pass signal onto my pedal board, which does a lot of like the yeah. crazy tone changes and stuff like that. I have a different approach than you, I guess, because we are a three-piece band as well, and I'm kind of like, 
Here's my time to shine. <laughs> Any chance I get, I'm like, all right, cool. Here's pedals, here's effects and stuff like that or whatever. And then, um, you know, for a punk rock, pop punk band that we are, it's, it's kind of cool because we stick out when we play like with other bands who are three-piece bands. They're like, damn, that sounded, if we, if we pull it off, they're like, wow, that sounds really cool. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you know, adding more atmosphere and bigger sounds to it. Because my idea is like, I want to sound like a five-piece band. Sure. Instead of like a three piece, because Kyle and I both are lead singers, so we harmonize to each other. You okay. know, it's like, and then we're both like, when I'm singing lead, he backs me up. When he's singing lead, I back him up. Right. And people are like, oh shit. So choruses are like really big with like harmonies and singing and stuff like that. And then like, I'll sure. kind of cut down to like a cleaner part and maybe like more arpeggiated stuff where like drum and bass are just driving, like, do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? And then drums are, you know, bass is like a drivey bass thing. And I'll just kind of do a clean, maybe with like a little bit of a, I don't know, trim going, like a little light picking, and then comes into the chorus, so it's like, you know, it's like, it just explodes. And so that's my thing. But it would be, if I didn't have that, I, we could still do the show and do the songs, which I guess Kyle, he had that little bit of catastrophe. <laughs> yeah, I was basically like Icarus, you know, I got too close to the sun. Yeah, he just Icarus'd out. <laughs> got to keep it simple, man. Yeah, I just, I, I try to think the less shit that can possibly go wrong, exactly. the better. Because I'm already, you know, we're playing like two and a half, three minute, fast, fucking intense songs with solos. And I'm pretty much just yelling the entire song. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to play leads and rhythms and then still like fucking rock out and put on a show and like do good mm. while I'm doing all these other things. You know, it's like patting your head and rubbing your belly thing. Yeah. You know, and I'm trying to, you know, if I can minimize the amount of pedals that I got to hit while I'm doing all this other crazy shit and running around, then good. Like if I have to just hit a boost, play a solo, hit it again, and then be back to yelling. That's about all I'm capable of pulling off within three minutes. Job well you done. Know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and if there's more shit in the way, it's just, there's no, you know, like you see those guys that post their mega boards on Instagram and shit. Yeah. And like everything is so close. The pedals are literally touching each other. They're so packed onto this Tetris thing where it's like I, you literally found out how to fit more shit on the board than is even possible. And <laughs> I just Ten immediately pounds of shit think, in a five pound bag. <laughs> yeah. And I immediately think, dude, there's no way you're going to play a show and like, all right, hit that. Hit that one right there. Hit that chase bliss pedal in the back middle. Yeah. You know, with <laughs> yeah, like give, three give millimeters the around, and stuff. <laughs> around the pedal. Like you you would need like a poker to turn that pedal on and off, let alone playing a show and hitting it with your big ass <laughs> clunky foot. Right. And I, you know, but that, that kind of takes us. Yeah. Someone needs to make like a, as seen on TV kind of thing. Instead of like, right. you know, the, the grabber thing to grab something from a high shelf, somebody needs to make that for their foot to like hit the pedal in the back. Like, <laughs> just right, like a shoe with like a big pointy toe on it or something. Yeah, some, some of them actually, we've seen those boards. They wear those pointy shoes, actually. <laughs> some of them. Yeah, the like really t- neat little like Buster Brown The infomercial shoes. needs to have like the black and white dude. Yeah. Like the, oh, where he's, shit. Like, he's like stomping on it. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> right. I... I like to, I do switch it. I feel like I'm defending myself. <laughs> I, I do switch it up where sometimes I'll go with like, you know, maybe like a, I don't know, like a six pedal pedal board. To me, like, I could, I, I feel like I could get, could get away with like a volume pedal, a delay, a drive, and then maybe a, a reverb. And I'm like, I should be fine. 
Because my volume pedal, I can just roll back to get cleaner stuff. Then why don't you just do that? Well, because I like having... Because like, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, it sounds bigger, like sounds like a bigger deal to have a multi-effects, but the thing is that does all my pedal switching for me. Yeah. I just hit a button and it will turn on four or five things and turn up my amp's volume, or I push this and it turns down my volume, turns on this pedal, turns this down. and But that goes with saying it's taken me... It's like almost like a year and a, like years to learn this whole thing, learning the programming of it and stuff like that. So you're like saying like, oh fuck, okay, cool. I got to take a video course on how to Did use my those use my pedal for dummies books. <laughs> yeah, fractals, fractals for, for dummies. <laughs> so there's definitely downsides to having a more complicated rig, and you know it's doing the homework and taking. I literally, I mean, like literally taking it home after practice and figuring out like, oh, I had <sighs> volume loss on here. I had this part. I need to turn my buffers off. I need to do this. I yeah. need to go find out this. And we'd have band practice. And I'm like, the drummer and Kyle, they're just like, yeah, no, it's whatever. I don't, it sounds fine. It's just as long as we locked in. And anyway, to me, I'm freaking out because I'm like, shut <laughs> my pedal, my, my pedal board's freaking out or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, took it back and forth. And I'm like, when you had something simple, you're like, oh, that's uh, yeah. You have four pedals, and you're like, okay. As long as you can play a show without it, then you're all right, you know? Yeah, I mean... Uh, it's, these, it's these people where their board shits out, and they're like, I, I can't play. My, my board is not You working. might as well just kill me. Yeah. <laughs> just like, you know what, dude? Just... Just stay at home. Yeah, you know? take this hammer and hit me over there. I think I think with with us, like our our songs, like are all written with one vocal and one acoustic guitar. They can all be stripped down go. to that. If like if they if they sound good there, then we usually like okay, we we can yep. take that to the band. And, you got to have a song to begin with. Yeah, and that's kind of like usually how our stuff is based around. And all the effects are more for just like a little bit of fluff and stuff like that. A little like. A little bit of you know, spice and sauces adding to it, but the the yeah, meat man. of it. <laughs> yeah, putting lipstick on your on your girlfriend or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Make make a make a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's right. it's uh yeah it's 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 cool. It's like I I definitely go back and forth to work sometimes for practice. Like I, I I'll bring a board that's super simple, like super simple, and I'm like <laughs> your mini pedal cool. board. Yeah. I have like yeah, and I have like maybe just like a wall that I kind of fuck with sometimes, a volume pedal and like a couple drives. I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty tight. And then I have, um, yeah. So like I I decided to like, oh, I'm not gonna use the fucking four cable method and stuff like that. Certain things that yeah. we can't do. We we'd play a show like I've had the same thing where Kyle's like where his pedal board just like stops. I've had that with mine where, uh, luckily I didn't sing, <laughs> but um. Kyle was singing and my pedal board like it just like I w- I had plugged into like faulty power to where it's like it's like this loose like outlet on the front of the stage so whenever ever the drummer kicked because <laughs> it was like the boominess of the subs would like knock out my pedal board and so I'm like I had no other outlets nice. to plug into so I'm like cool it was like so my whole fractal kept on like load up CPU loading and I'm like fuck every time I'm like fuck and so i look at him i'm like oh my god so i basically like abort <laughs> pull ripcord now and i just basically like ripped out the board plugged directly into the amp and just gave myself more gain because i'm like i can always just use my uh volume knob so i guess i should always leave a volume knob on there so i can just roll down as i need to for cleaner yeah. parts roll up and just uh yeah and so i do have that ability i just like maybe a little bit like spoiled that i'm like i like to have other things <laughs> 
Yeah, but, well, it's it's fun and it's uh it's kind of its own little hobby, I guess. If you want to just really get into it, and that's like your thing, you know. You're like dabbling in endless, you know, infinite effects and that that whole you know aspect of being in a band. It's not just like writing songs and okay, this works. Go. Yeah, and there, right? there's it's, it's fun for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You and know. you can, like, I think a lot of people do miss it, like you had mentioned. It's like putting on a show. Sometimes you'll be like, oh, dude, my sounds are killing it. My tones are killing it. Like, all the, like if I'm doing all these different, like, pedal switches and giant, like, reverbs, and then I'm push, pushing into this, like, a cool, like, fuzz part, and then going here, then doing, like, a syncopated trim. But the person is just, like, dance, dance revolution up there, just, like, standing there, doing their thing, and then they click that. Cool. Yeah. All right. And then it's like they're like looking at their like almost like shoegazy, but like in a, like a professional standpoint. You're like, damn, is that guitar player? What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I guess he's doing a lot. a lot of shows. To be honest, like I'm lucky. I'm happy if I can just hear my guitar during a show. <laughs> yeah, it's <yeah>. loud. <laughs> shit's going all crazy. You know, I'm like if it's behind me, I can hear when I'm playing a solo and I can hear my vocals, I'm happy. All these little subtleties and shit that you could spend like 10 hours in your your basement figuring out, all these little things. As soon as you get on stage and you say go, like all that shit's out the window. Or, or even you if you know. can't hear your vocals, you're like, well, I practice and I know how to sing in key. I'm just going to shove those earplugs in and just hear myself. Hopefully he's singing in key too. <laughs> right. You just got to kind of go for it. And, you know, yeah, there's shows where you can hear yourself really good. Yeah, um, those are the really cool ones. You're like, oh shit, man, I could hear everything. Wow. <laughs> right. The monitor worked. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you never I don't know. I kinda I I, I wrote a, a little article thing for for Josh Scott. He's doing like a blog thing and mm-hmm. it was kinda like discussing the where you kinda have to draw a line at some point between really dialing your shit in perfectly and just getting to the point where it's like this does what I want it to do. It's it's pretty damn close, and I can just accept that, and hopefully everything else will just go well with the set, and you know it's going to sound fucked up at least 50% of the time. You know? <laughs> and then you got to think like, of, like, who's in the crowd is going to notice that shit. Right, and it's coming through a PA, which may or may not sound decent at all. Yeah. and Or you're playing the middle slot and all that the gear is backlined and your amp is like, you know, a foot and a half from your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so you're basically, basically your cab is just blowing the back of your knees out yeah. and you can't, you can't hear what's coming out of it anyways, you know? So it's, it's like, yeah, maybe you get lucky. Maybe you don't. Yeah. And you're you kind of just my, like, yeah, hope for the best sometimes. And then it's like, um, like I, I mentioned a friend comes to our shows, uh, Johnny Ray. And uh, I sometimes I'll play bass and I'll notice like, you know, uh, when I play bass for bands, I'm like, oh, the, I don't know, the horn was too loud. And I heard the clickiness of my frets to this. And Johnny's like, in the fucking crowd, dude, you can't hear that shit. Like, stop getting stop in being your, right. a bitch. <laughs> Get in your <laughs> out of your own head. And I'm like thinking about it. And I'm like, sometimes you just got to like tell yourself. I'm like, dude, you sometimes you just need to fucking just rock out. It's no, like sometimes you gotta tell yourself that Johnny is an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> not you, Johnny, but another Johnny. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's too many Johnnies. Um, you know, yeah. the, the song the song's got to carry itself, and everything else is just kind of an added bonus, right? Yeah, and then it's like kind of playing to each other is the biggest thing. If you guys are like, I mean, I mean, we've all played those shows where it's like you're just basically have a, the vocals through the PA and everything else. You're in a shitty echoey bar, and you're just like, yeah. you hit it, you hit the snare, you're in like a dungeon. Yeah. 
And it's like, well, all right, here we go. We're just going to figure this out. And usually, like, if you're locking in and then you you figure out the parts that you need to hit, you know, and make sure you're all together yeah. and stop and do the pa 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 and, you know, like, come in on the one or whatever. And then you're like, okay, cool, we're good. And then people in the crowd are like, if they're partying and having fun, most of the time they don't give a shit. I couldn't hear the vocals. I'm like, good. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll, you'll, you'll play those shows where you fucking, like you know, have really killer sound and everybody's so fucking drunk anyways. We played like beer fests where people are just fucking trashed. I'm like, dude, the sound is killer out there. And people are like, yeah, you're great, man. Hey, where's the bar? What band are you in? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're the guy, the bass player, the big guy with the beard. And I'm like, yeah. All right, where's the, where's my chick? <laughs> And I'm like, all right, cool. So that's like, you always kind of just like, all right, do your best to put on a show to figure out what matters and what doesn't. You're just like, ah, fuck it. Just go with the flow. Yeah, right. As long as vocals are sounding good. You know, that's, it's like pick your battles. Like, all right, well, I better make sure I'm singing good if I can't hear my fucking guitar. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because at least the guitar will be close. People might not pick up on it. But if your vocals suck and you're out of key, then that's, that's a problem. People so. like, that vocals suck. Yeah, but did you hear my tone, yeah. dude? <laughs> right. <laughs> So, I and I, I saw some, some interview with Zach Wilde and they asked him about, you know, he's playing like Epiphones with EMGs and all this bullshit and, uh, like, Hey, you know, what's the, you know, how come you don't use like Les Paul customs and all your vintage guitars and vintage gear and yada, yada. And he's like, man, when I get up on stage, those stacks are so fucking loud. I could be playing a two by four and it wouldn't make a fucking difference, you know? <laughs> basically just like it's so loud it sounds like a guitar it's the gains cranked so what you know it sounds like a loud guitar in a fucking arena with fifty thousand people <laughs> yeah yeah you know? I, 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 I don't think any i mean there's probably a very small percentage of that fifty thousand people would give a shit and out of that pool <laughs> yeah right i think we're okay right big loud marshall amp in an arena it's gonna sound like you know what you would think that would sound like and you could play any guitar and it's probably still going to sound pretty fucking close so yeah totally you know i don't know but uh, should i i, I kind of have been thinking about you know leading up to this podcast i've been thinking about things to talk about and we kind of kicked around you know the this idea of like bigger pedal boards and more pedals and then i've been kind of thinking about this all week to where you know basically the last 10 years has been like the the renaissance of pedals right yeah totally you know it's gone from like you know me playing guitar growing up in the 80s and 90s you got a thing that kind of got you close to the sound that you wanted to sound like the band you liked or whatever and it was just kind of a strictly based on just the function of what you need you know and hopefully someday you could be in a band and you'll have this tone that you want because you bought this pedal and once grunge hit it was like minimalism yeah totally like you had one gain pedal and you had a chorus you know it was super minimal you know Mm -hmm. um but in the last so you know i started doing this 2011 so you know almost whatever eight years and i've seen it go from you know this many pedal brands to five gazillion (laughs) every you know your your 10 year old nephew is a pedal company now and it's because he knows because he has a laptop (laughs) you know um, and there's a lot of hobbyists and shit too that are just making stuff. Look, I'm a company. Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, okay, I get it. But um, I think too, and this is something that I've been trying to wrap, you know, kind of curtail the way that I look at this whole thing that I make a living doing is that it, it somewhere along the line, it went from people buying effects 
to get a certain tone with hopes of writing music and being in a band or, you know, whatever, playing music in a a style that, you know, sounds good to them to becoming like literally just uh, like a hobby and uh, people that aren't even necessarily musicians or, or even play an instrument are buying these things almost like they're kind of like toys, right? Yeah. Collectibles or something. People that, you know, the people that are buying these things with no intention of writing albums or going on tour or being in a band, they're getting these things to sit in the room and make noises and be creative and that whole, you know, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. you know, and that leads into like the modular synth thing and that whole kind of realm. And I think it's just, completely changed uh into being a, a different a whole a whole different section of effects you know it's like a hobby it's it's their they're toys yeah it, de- it definitely like it definitely has changed especially like since you've been in it you know because like, i remember like i start i started getting into pedals around i guess when you got started i was like i was always just like i played uh mesa half stack and i was like because i was like i got a strat and a half stack so sick that's uh <laughs> blink 22 different glory that's all i need and i started getting into like like oh using pedals and stuff like that and i was like it's cool and uh, like i've noticed it too especially in the last like few like five years at least it's like a huge boom to where it's like <clears throat> i don't know i guess uh it could lead into the topic i guess we kind of we're gonna do next it's like there's more trends i guess with pedals you know it's like right. they're not just like some kind of almost like the idea of like lifestyle brands, you know, <laughs> like yeah. brands can be like a thing and you know, it's like, Oh yeah. What makes a brand, a blank brand, you know, it's like, um, Mesa was, was the metal brand, you know, it's like corn, limp biscuit, cannibal corpse, all that new. shit. Yeah. Forgot new, the new, bro. the new metal thing, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like fucking like, uh, Santana and rush, also used like mesas, so it's not they're like they're not a metal new metal brand, but a lot of them did. Like, and then you know it's like in my mind, I know they're not, but in my head, I default thinking Strymon is like a praise and worship you know brand because I'm like I see them all the time. Those clean ass boards, like you were saying, the Tetris boards, it's they got the Strifecta because right. fucking might as well. <laughs> and it's I, like, I have always said this. This this was like our touring inside joke you know because we i toured my balls off for years and you mm-hmm. always have the, the band setting up for you or after you and you're always playing with new bands every night and it was always you know you'd see a band set up their shit and you look at their gear and i would always say you can always tell a band by their gear right mm-hmm. and now with these pedal board things it's even more obvious because you see those boards you know and we all know what they look like and you, yeah. you can tell by what they got on there like oh okay it's this kind of <laughs> yeah whatever you know, it's like, oh, okay, four, four delay pedals and three reverbs, you know? And I think you start to wonder, you know, is the, is the motive because they really need every Strymon pedal or is it because they're like, dude, I got, I got the whole collection. Isn't this cool? <laughs> look, look at my thing. I got four Chase Bliss pedals. Could you believe it? I had to save up my money for six yeah. months. The loan got, got approved, everyone. <laughs> the loan got right. <laughs> it's almost more like a, like they're collecting or they're showing off. And, you know, it's not like these people are even in bands, really. It's just like a hobby. And that's cool. And that's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just a different aspect of what 
what I do or a different aspect of the market that I I'm trying to like wrap my head around a little bit because I come from such just a, a completely, you know, like functional necessity type background of things, you know, that it's, it's hard for me to step outside of that a little bit and go, okay, there's people that do this. Don't be an asshole. There's people that do this because it's fun and because they like pedals and they're being creative yeah. and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. It's just that that's not the school of fucking, you know, rock and roll background that I or like, came yeah, from, the, you know, the, like, the school of thought that you've come, come from. Right. And, it's like, wow, dude, look at all that modular shit you got. That's like thousands of dollars of stuff. What do you play? Uh, I play a calculator. You know, like what? <laughs> Wait, that's an instrument. You got a fucking calculator. Got, what is that? I don't uh, even know what that is. That's Texas thing, right? Instruments uh, TI eighty five. Right? Isn't that, aren't those like noise generators or something? And then they like I don't even know what half the shit is. But it's not like does anybody want to start a a band where we you know whatever that uh, it's just a different kind of planet. But yeah, it's like we're inventing instruments or ways to make music or you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like it's cool that it's <laughs> so expanding too that like more people can get into it and do stuff in totally different ways but no i mean i also get that where you're coming from it's like um i guess like my pedal board has expanded more over the past couple of years because we haven't hit the road in a while but when we were going um you know we've never been we haven't been signed we haven't done anything but we've when we've toured the goal is to like break even we book our own shows we're doing that we're emailing and getting out there we were like playing the smallest gear that we could, PT Nano for bass, or even nothing. Actually, at that time, Kyle didn't even play pedals. You were just into a Ampeg head. Yeah, and it had the rack tuner. <laughs> yeah, the rack tuner is all you needed. And then uh, for me, I think I brought a yeah a pedal train mini, and I had like four or five pedals on there because I was just loading in and out of the van. And I'm like, man, if there was a way we could like bring the drummer set down he's already playing a four piece like with a rack tom and a, and a floor tom i'm like man can you yeah. do without that rack tom dog <laughs> just less shit house kit. yeah <laughs> those house kits are rough <laughs> do you need two crashes dude right. can't you just crash on that yeah. ride <laughs> i got this first act kit you yeah. know really tall <laughs> but yeah so we, so stuff. it's like we definitely were doing the more minimal thing when we were uh, on the road um, so I guess once, once we book more shows and do like, you know, yeah, we haven't got on there. That's like, yeah, damn. I mean, I know we're talking about the topic, but I, I want to get out and play more shows and do a weekenders and stuff like that. Things have just gotten in the way. Do you, uh, do you guys yeah. tour with uh, evictions? Oh, uh, we're going to New York in like two weeks. So we're going to play a few shows. Uh, and then we're coming back and then we're going to go to New York again. And like after Nam, and we're going to record, mm-hmm. you know, we, we hit up like, out of town Midwest stuff and that, you know, we're not going out for, you know, like I used to go out for two months or all that crazy. Those are like kind of like, you know, weekend urbanders kind of deals like that. Or is, are you doing yeah, like I mean, fly dates? For, uh, we're, fl- we're flying to New York for these just because yeah. the time of year, you know, it's like diving into Christmas time for me. And, you know, none of us are like 23 year old broke ass drunks in a band you know like yeah. we used to be where <laughs> you, got, you, got, like, got, you got the family and shit you're like all right we can make this work but it's got to be this time right i mean when when we were touring in my other band i mean there was a time where our our bass player was so happy to go on tour because he was basically homeless so at least when we went on tour he got to sleep in a bed <laughs> Jeez. You know? 
you know, yeah. and like or, you got to eat or you sleep, got to eat and drink for free. Yeah. Sleep, every in, night. sleep in the van, I guess that's right. So he, like <laughs> he was better off being on the road. Cause at least we had hotel rooms and like catering and shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. uh, but this, you know, it's like, yeah, we all have jobs. And so like, know? yeah, with that, um, you're like the less is more for sure. You could probably bring a guitar, your pedal board, and then just like backline it for like a year. And you fly the, rule, in. the rule for me, I've always had this, I've had this case for like, I don't even know, fucking at least 15 years. I've had this road case for my pedal board. Uh-huh. Um, and it's, you know, it's been around the world. It's covered in stickers. It's beat to shit. And it's, it's not, you know, it's only a certain size. So I can only fit a certain size board in it. Yeah, that, that keeps so you grounded. That, that kind of, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like if I can't fit my pedals on this board, then it, it's it's not going to fucking work. You it's know? like goldfish. Which you is know? like, all right, well, that's <laughs> the rule of thumb. Yeah. Give <laughs> right. the goldfish it's a bigger only, bowl and he'll just grow bigger. Yeah. So. <laughs> and become yeah, a if I problem. start lugging around the, you know, I got a bunch of PT2s that I've gotten for using for two, you know, uh, Daredevil shows and um trade shows and stuff it's like i know as soon as i start using one of those fuckers then it's like <laughs> oh now i can easily put like 10 pedals yeah. on here and then i'm lugging around this 45 pound fucking case of shit you know yeah um <laughs> and then you know i'm toe tapping and i'm staring at my feet and something's gonna fuck up and uh, yeah you know it's like i gotta i'd rather focus on just playing good and writing good songs whatever so yeah no that's that's cool yeah um uh, but yeah the we were saying too about like trends and um what what kind of dictates that and is it like yeah is it like the uh gear dictates the trends or you were saying or is it vice versa is it like are like people like changing what they're doing because of new gear that's coming out or people are like oh well fuck well right or is it just brand manufacturers that are like hey this is this is something that we want to tap into and then you know like fenders just putting out a million types of offset guitars because that's what's popular right now so people are like well this must be you know i think they're scratching each other's back with like well this is what's popular and this is you know i don't know it's it's, people have spoken (laughs) right and i just always i come up with the analogy of you know me starting to play guitar in the late 80s and then all of a sudden you know it was like my friend's that actually had some money, you know, they would get the fucking r- the rack shit because that's what was cool. And the only <laughs> way you could get cooler is if you got a bigger and bigger and bigger rack <laughs> to where you see like all these bands, you know, like all these touring bands and like Rip Magazine and Circus and shit. They had these, you know, these fucking like four foot tall racks of just preamps and processors and all that bullshit that was popular until grunge hit. And then immediately it was like, you know, locking tremolos, fuck you, rack gear, fuck you. You know, everything just went totally out the window overnight. Yeah. And then it was, then it was Marshall amp, one pedal and a fucking strat, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, and then I was like, Oh, thank God. You know, cause being 13, I had enough money. Like I would save up and then I bought my boss distortion pedal, you know? And that was like all the money in the world. Yeah. And I had a, a fucking beat up strat that i got at a pawn shop and a combo amp and i was like well i'm set yeah now, now <laughs> i made like it. bands that i like <laughs> i'm on trend now right <laughs> and it was i like, have the same mm-hmm. gear as nirvana and the other bands that i like and now i can sound just like that perfect done you know and then you go to all the pawn shops and there's just like 
piles of fucking rack gear all over for sale for 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, that's not cool anymore. Shit. Let me get rid of these spandex, you know? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, is, is that, you spandex, is that going to happen again? Who, yeah. Who knows what's yeah. going to happen next? Cause I know the bigger trend too is, well, I mean, I'm, I am liking the trend of smaller amps. Like I went from playing a half stack, half stack to a 50 watt one by 12. And I'm like, you know what? I do like that because <laughs> it's, yeah. oh my God, you could throw that in the back of a, uh, backseat of a car. No problem. Whereas like a half stack, you're like, well, better have a fucking truck <laughs> or a yeah. van or SUV, something like that. And so those yeah, orange and you four by 12s are no joke. Uh, and a lot of huge bands, they're using combo amps back in their fucking ISO box anyways. Yeah. You know, and every, everything got, everything you're hearing from front of house is a fucking Fender Deluxe or something, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I'm like um, noticing like two, I'm like a one by 12, 50 Watts. I mean, I can usually fill like a venue that doesn't mic because I'm like, Oh, I basically just yeah. need to get over to the drummer and then we're good to go. Right. And then, right. then you got me and then the bass <laughs> <laughs> and especially, yeah. When the bass doesn't work. Yeah. It's great. Shut, up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Know, it's not really a, is it a good thing or a bad thing that the the gear has like trends i guess it's like it may, is it like maybe puts a bad taste in your mouth for certain brands or like um maybe you don't want to try that brand because it is a certain type of one i don't know yeah i don't know i no, avoid some, I mean, some brands if i didn't do daredevil i could give a flying shit less you know yeah. the only thing for me is just it's kind of confusing cuz i feel like i need to figure out why all these things are a certain way just for my own, like surviving, doing this and making money and paying my bills. Yeah, totally. And it's kind of a, it's a perplexing thing. And of course there's, you know, companies like Fender have whole teams of people that study this bullshit. Right. Yeah, totally. And like web analytics and stuff to figure out like, well, why exactly are young people 18 to 24 buying fucking offset guitars at a alarming rate, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's just kind of one of those, like, I'm I'm curious, and it, it is amazing how, you know, like, group mentality, something kind of catches on, like, you know, Strymon, yeah. I get it, they're awesome, but they're also, like, fucking $400 each awesome, you know, <laughs> which I don't, I don't know where you guys came from out there, but, like, dude, when I was a teenager, fucking $400, that was, like, six months worth of food, you know, like, yeah. this is such a, a fucking crazy thing for me to wrap my head around that some of these kids have pedal boards that are like four and five thousand dollars worth of shit yeah and you're like they're probably no. not buying it themselves yeah <laughs> i don't know they're, right they're, right and the milk you know money. the, the worship, <laughs> yes. dude, worship, dude, worship dudes are tax-free so <laughs> that's like 30 percent right there man um yeah there, there are but, certain brands that i like to i mean at least hold back hold the reins on and then because I think the hype people jump in on, like, oh, this is what's new, this is what's dope, you know, whatever. They, this is the thing. Whatever yeah. those kids are saying. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to maybe name them. Yeah, I'd fucking name them. Well, I don't know. You, I, you'll we, talk we, shit. We've talked about, I mean, I think we've probably talked about it way too much, but the uh, <laughs> some uh, the, 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 the DRV, yeah. that's still that, that same craze. I I like, I'm in the, the wall, I mean, I'm an idiot. I'm in the walrus uh, crazy. So it's though. pretty much the same. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> it's like you're in it in a different. I know, camp, and I but... I can see both sides of, of that. Yeah, but I mean, I love the walrus. <laughs> yeah, I mean the DRV is fine. I just don't get why it's so big in praise and worship. 
Because it's a it's a distortion pedal. Yeah. And like that's not really known in praise and worship. I thought it was like cleans and reverbs and shit like that. But it's because it's cool, man. Yeah, but I'm like, how? Why. I don't I don't get it. I'm like, when did, when did that become I don't a thing? I get it either, dude. <laughs> so you, know, you, you know, tell me, I think bro. certain things, you know, like Chase Bliss stuff, dude, mm-hmm. Joel is like a goddamn genius, mm-hmm. right? He engineers incredible stuff. Granted, they're like four or $500. Yeah. You know? Um, so like that kind of stuff is just like, I'm in awe of like how amazing and kick-ass that is. Cause I was, you know, I was next to him, his first Nam when he had like two little pedals and just a fucking folding table. Yeah. You know? And like a teeny booth. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I just started like making these pedals and yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like right out of the gate. And then all of a sudden, you know, you fast forward like six years and this like, holy shit, you sold how many pedals in 24 hours? <laughs> Damn. Yeah, fucking $400 yeah. a piece. <laughs> yeah. Like, for sure. Fuck, that that dude, says something about like, the loyalty of, you know, his, their fans, I guess. Like, which yeah. Is, that kind of stuff. It, it's incredible. And I, I don't, I mean, I could never ever use any of those pedals because I'm just, I'm so OCD and fucking confused as it is. You, you give me a bunch of dip switches and like <laughs> exactly. fucking 10 knobs. You hold this down to turn that. Attack. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you can't, you can't adjust that shit during like, you're going to hold on guys. Don't start the next song. Wait, uh, let me get a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. I got to adjust the, the, you know, like ugh. this yeah, dental like, pick uh, get in there. And, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing stuff and it's brilliant. Um, it's just not for me. So that's, it's like, well, how do I shit on, you know, fucking these people want to have like $5 million in modular synth synth shit in a room. Awesome, dude. Like Go that's, you're being creative. You're doing something cool. It's a lot better than playing fucking video games or oh, what? watching TV. <laughs> what? You know, like it's, you're being creative. Why and not both? That's rad. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. Play, play, um, play pedals and play gear, but also watch TV and get it, play video games at the same time. Yeah, just <laughs> And don't get anything out of any of those. Just quit work and just do all that stuff. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It makes me want to yeah. experiment, you know, like just take, take my line and just design all new enclosures with whatever the concept of artwork is, you know, something totally different and then just put it out and people will be like, Oh my God, this yeah. brand, you know, and just, it's like, it, it, it's like buying a fucking micro brew beer. Yeah. You know, it's like, how do you choose dude? Wait, this label's got a fucking iron maiden guy on it. That must be awesome. <laughs> that like, must okay, be a rocking beer. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's like, I, how the fuck do you know, dude? Come on. It's like, oh, this TS9 clone is is better than the other one because it's $290. Yeah. Or it's the like, fuck uh, out of yeah, here. I guess with that too, it's like, do you want to be more nondescript and not stand out to stand out? That's really, yeah. You want to sound know. like everybody? Great. With your, I mean, you get even those with same the five pedals, the, 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 the pedal design too, you know, it's like, is it more iconic to be like less? Image? Less flashy. I don't. Less, I don't know. Less flashy. I don't get that either. I'm like, I'd rather have like the pedal kind of be its own thing because you're you're repping that, you know. But ugh, I shit. Know. I, I like know. I like seeing graphics on pedals. Yeah, because I'm an idiot probably. Like that shit's time. My my pedal board is all like spray painted and covered in tape. You know, like nice. you don't even know what any of the pedals are, which because it's all like blem enclosures and and like extra stuff that got dented or something. Or, like <laughs> I'll use that for myself, I guess. You know, so it's like, oh, the green one is that, 
the red one is the drive, and then this other one that has spray paint on it is the fuzz. And everybody's like, what the fuck is all You're that? You're like, shit, it looks like I'm adding another pedal to the pedal board. Yeah, and that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a good way, because you could be like, okay, I'm, I don't need, I'm, you know, I need to know. Nobody else needs to know. Yeah. And some people come up to your board. What's that? I don't know. Cool shit. Don't worry about it. Smoke <laughs> weed about it. Well, it Smoke just looks, weed about it. It looks kind of embarrassing being that that's what I do for a living. And it's like, man, you got a dumpy ass. You know, I don't even have like a name brand pedal board. I built it myself. It's like a piece of wood I put carpeting on, you know? Yeah. Nice. You think I would <laughs> like trying to have some dignity about it. It's like, no, this is strictly just functional. Uh, I beat the shit out of it. It works. And. You know, like it's not a fashion show, dude. Yeah, down the you runway, down, down the catwalk there. <laughs> right, like, oh, wow, that's so clean. You know, none of your pedals even look like they've been stepped on by a, a shoe. <laughs> yeah, you have to wear you know? booties. It's like, well, <laughs> you're kind of like losing your streak card there, man. I'd rather see someone's board that's just got black gunk all over it and scrapes and tape yeah. <laughs> and shit. Because then at least you know it's getting played and beat on the way yeah, it should, right? It's getting out there and getting, getting used. It's like... Right, some guy's got a guitar that he wipes down with a diaper every day. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like a, you know? like a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah, I play uh, one show, my guitar's already got like, you know, pieces of paint missing and scratches and fucking or, beer and sweat and blood. blood on it, yeah. Yeah, like that's how it, that's what it's supposed to look like, man. You know, if you're doing it right. Yeah, it's supposed I to get out, get out there, get, get, get some fun. All right, well, I, I don't know, I think we kind of rambling on here but let's uh let's let's uh take this in for a landing what do you say <laughs> I mean, we didn't we didn't insult anybody right we did good uh, we kind of we we like backhanded we we, we did the sh- we, we, did, we did the shitting on <laughs> yeah <laughs> tone jerks are the ones jerking on somebody but um <laughs> all right before we head on out of here uh johnny where can people find out more about daredevil pedals and your band like I said, I definitely dig that shit. It's like fuzz, hyper, rock and roll. It's cool ass shit. Uh, where can people find Daredevil and The Evictions? Uh, DaredevilPedals.com and TheEvictions.com. TheEvictions.com. It's all on there. Um, I think there's even a link to the band page on my Daredevil page on the bio. Hell yeah. Um, so, and, you know... I have customers that email me and they're like, hey man, so what? this one fuzz you got, what uh, like what's that kind of sound and then i'll just send them you know like a link to the one of the tunes on the record because it's like well what better way to fucking get an audio demo than to go into a super high-end studio and yeah record a song with the <laughs> same con- pedal right yeah, in context like, yeah well, well i'm glad right, you asked. here's my band this is the fuzz on this track you know you can hear it during the solo or whatever and buy it on it itunes kind of yeah. all, <laughs> you have to buy yeah, the song it, on it, itunes it, first <laughs> leave the record on while you're sleeping at night and just mute your phone yeah. And, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> Make sure we chart, and then yeah. Um, no, that, that that's cool. Um, yeah. Um, and then you guys, uh, you had kind of mentioned it. You you're going to be at Nam this year. Yeah. Uh, got a Nam booth upstairs, right by all the other pedal people. Nice. Um, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be stupid loud, and we're going to have. I don't know. We're, we, we talked about dragging out like stacks of fucking cabs and getting stupid with it. <laughs> That'd um, be dope, yeah. Just to, just despite all the, uh, you know, the neat little amps and stuff. But, you know, then, then you just have the security sound dickheads up your ass the whole time. <laughs> yeah. You know, pointing, pointing at you with their multimeter phone app. Um, yeah. 
Excuse uh, me, you're over the dB limit. <laughs> dude, the standing room volume is 108 dB. Uh, you ever right? go to the fucking so, drum room, dude? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Right. Eat balls. Go yeah. away. Yeah. You know, the slap bass <laughs> guy is over there. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to get those, those, like, those big 1970s headphones. You know, I think I'm just going to get those. Yeah. And uh, people will ask me things, and I'll just be like, I can't hear you, dude. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and then... <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it seems like it's going to be fine. I always tell myself, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know, we're just going to have fun. Uh, talk to friends. And then like day two, we're just like, I am start fucking karate chopping people. <laughs> I need to get out of here. Excuse me, where's the I'm bathroom? I'm going to take up smoking. I need a fucking beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start. I got to buy some cigarettes. Fuck this. You know, like, ugh. I got but, a new hobby of smoking cigarettes. Right, it'll be cool. <laughs> Yeah, we got to swing yeah, by and uh, uh, grab a beer. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll cruise by and bug you this year. Yeah, we should drink some beers. And, you know, it's anytime you can leave Chicago for California in the middle of January is a fucking awesome idea. Definitely. So, <laughs> um, yeah, SoCal's not bad in January. But, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to see you at NAMM. Um, yeah, check out Daredevil. Check out The Evictions. Cool stuff. But uh, before we head on out of here, we're going to do our little spiel to wrap up here. So, uh Thank you all for listening to the Tone Jerks podcast. Uh, this episode was probably a little bit longer, but it was a good one. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, if you guys like what you hear, you guys could follow along on you know social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook. We have a Facebook group. Go uh, join that. There's a lot of cool shit going on there. And if you like what you hear, you guys can leave a review on iTunes. We do have uh, a new one. Uh, Kyle, you want to read it? You want me to read it? I'll read it. So we have a we have a new one. So we're gonna like we said, if you guys leave us a review on iTunes, hopefully five stars. But if you guys write something down and iTunes uh, let you post it, then uh, we'll uh, we'll read it on the air. All right. So uh, this one is a a much needed edge to the game. Yeah. So it's five stars. How great is our God? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is from. Uh, Y- Yodhan Yodhan Hunter Yodhan Hunter Yeah um, <laughs> They aren't sugary sweet Or overall Overly nice They call things How they see it They play punk music That's debatable <laughs> They review gear That isn't Ungodly expensive <laughs> They talk about Its uses From a practical Point of view They drink beer They swear they play single pickup guitars <laughs> and basses. Uh, not all heroes wear capes. These ones just happen to drink Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's well, pretty good. Yeah, thank you, Yodon Hunter. Um, but yeah, if you guys uh, write a review on iTunes, uh, leave us you know something. And if you guys write something, then uh, we'll read it on the air. But if you guys really like what you hear, you guys can help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month, but for 2 bucks a month, if you double down, you guys get an extra episode every week. So uh, just for uh, the support, we're going to give you guys a little shout-out, a sizable acknowledgement. Kyle's got a list of names, a listy list. He's going to read it out. Give it to me. All right. All right, we have Andrew Walsh. Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast, Doug King, Doug Gann, and Doug Christ. You know him. Uh, Abe Newman, Michael Newman, Aaron Taylor, Nicholas Ogburn, Bruce Banana, Colin Smith, Jason Fuzzmonger, <laughs> Joe, Will, and RJ from the Just Surprise Me podcast, 
Jamie Davis, Jim Bowers, Johnny Ray, Nicholas Payson. What are you laughing at? You're just cranking through these. Sorry. All right. There's too many coffees or something. What? Kevin quits. <laughs> okay, maybe speed up a little bit. <laughs> Kevin quits from he quits guitars. Steve Mike, Alvaro Viramontes. Actually, uh, Steve Mike from Hardly Human. They released a new oh, album. Nice. So check that out. It's on uh, Spotify. That's a band, right? Hardly Human is a band All right, cool. on Spotify. You check, say out, that. check them out. It could be a podcast. They yeah, released yeah, a yeah, podcast yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. Podcast album. <laughs> Alvaro Viramontes. Co Schneider from the Flippin' Flippers podcast. Brett Alexander. Digger from Fatfoot Effects. Brian from Nutter Guitars. Leon from Pelican Noise Works. Clark Griswold. <laughs> I can't, I always laugh with that one. Uh, Sean Fahey. Sean Arbo. And we got a new one. A new one? Yeah. Well, uh, that's a. Well, that's a really shitty drum roll. Yeah, I know. Your paradiddles were all off. <laughs> um, <laughs> paradiddle diddles. Uh, Sean Wright from Lollygagger. Old Shawnee boy. Yeah. Uh, old uh, longtime, uh, you know, f- friend. Friend uh, and enemy, all at one. Friend of me. He's a he's a La Familia. He's uh, joined us on the Patreon. Yeah, we're stoked. Cool. Yeah. So uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for contributing. So, thanks so, for listening. Yeah, thanks for thanks for all that, and uh, thank you, uh, Johnny. For, uh, you know joining us dude thanks for having me uh yeah anytime i will spread the word and i don't know what i, I don't know what to say i'm gonna go back <laughs> to work so <laughs> hell yeah well uh, thanks thanks so much for joining us and uh yeah check out daredevil and uh see you next week all right bye, bye. bye.